Yeah, and and I I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about a, a couple of valuable lessons not to uh, do a Sunday morning brunch uh, with a mimosa and a <laughs> breakfast burrito, and then go for for a six mile run. Ooh. That's one thing I learned. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Crack it. Oh, uh, <laughs> may have the sounded sci- a little different because it was different. It was a, it was a little. Uh, Tonight we're what do you featuring call these guys a, again. The Miller Life, Miller yeah. High Life, Steiny, Steiny. Mm-hmm. Tonight you're featuring a uh, ice cold High Life for uh, our 49th episode. Episode 49. Yeah. T minus one till 50. Pretty exciting. Yeah, well, we're we're also featuring a, a number of different beers, but that was all we had to crack at the, the at time. the time. Yeah, I prematurely cracked the the one that you'll introduce. Yes. Well, I'm gonna actually rewind a little bit and introduce the first one that we had from Clown Shoes. It was called Galactica, West Coast style IPA. They don't give much of a rundown. Tisk. Where is cl- yeah. uh, Clown Shoes out of? Where are they based out of? What'd you say, Matt? Boston Ips, area? Ipswich, Massachusetts. Boston, Greater Boston. Yeah. Greater Boston Metro. Yeah, it says Boston. And then yeah. Win, uh, Windsor, Vermont as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it was pretty good. It was tasty. Yeah. Well, that and one was Galactica. Uh, yeah, Galactica West IPA. Coast style oh, West Coast IPA. IPA. Yeah. It was kind of a hazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now this one that we've got now, I haven't had this one yet, but... Again, by Clown Shoes, and it's called Space Cake Double IPA. They don't give it much of a rundown. They give their mission. Oh, it's 9%. AB. Ooh, hold on, kids. That's why I got buzzed right now. Uh, but they don't give really a rundown of its cool profile art, or anything. Yeah. Superhero. Yeah. Like fighting off cupcakes that appear to be asteroids, maybe. <laughs> With lasers coming out of him. I mean, it's a lot, going, lot going on here. Lasers coming out of his uh, nipples. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> coming out of everywhere. Yeah. But no, it's t- I had a first and sip and a, it was good. He has a dog with him too. Wow. That's, that's look at, yeah. I mean, just admire this. This is a little trippy actually. It is. Oh, we still trippy. got quite a bit left in this thing. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah. Well, I haven't had that one yet. Yeah. So we've got uh, many to pour. And then we've also got a few other beers that will feature based on some things that we did this month of October. So we're recording very late in the month. It's been a, a blur of a month, at least for me. Um, just a lot going on. Yeah. So to kind of kick it off, I think the, the, the first place to start would be, we got to recap Underground Man. Yeah, we recorded right like before. That, right before, yeah. Two yep. day, day or two before. Yeah. So it, Underground it Man, year. it was a fantastic yeah. year. We had the best weather ever. Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean a little bit earlier in the year, mm-hmm. so that helped out a lot. But it was a, uh, it was good. We, we had the only bad thing about the good weather was the mosquitoes. That is true. It was a little bit muggy. Oh, you um, get, were you getting bit? Well, I, if I you was. stopped, yeah, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I didn't get bit. I like every time we ra- rode past the race chaser, I'm like, they must have like a citronella candle going or something. And then at the end, I stopped by them. I'm like, we're, like, where's this candle? Because every time I come around here, it just smells like bug juice i think he like he, he, they were just hosing each other down yeah stop. yeah yeah he, oh, wow. it, it, it smelled like they fogged the whole area yeah basically but 
<clears throat> no, it was fun. We, I mean, we had a good group out there. It was, I mean, just basically our group because we had a uh, competing, <clears throat> excuse me, a competing event that day, but yeah. Um, small they took, gravel they race. took our date so yeah, yeah barry Rubay, as we discussed in episode 49 stole our date uh no but just a co-current date lots going on in the fall i think we got some good feedback from people that um would have wanted to be there but obviously barry takes precedence over pretty much anything it's like barry and iceman are the two must do races in the state mm-hmm. um which i'm not doing either of them this year <laughs> but uh yeah i mean there was a lot of people i think that were excited about the fact that we were doing it. Brian Obermeyer shared it on like the Grattan race page on Facebook. And there was a bunch of people liking it and everything. So, um, we yeah. have some pretty, uh, pretty sweet photos from that day too. We, we had, do. yeah, we got some, uh, I think Brian had his uh, little, it was like a, almost like a uh, camera on a string type setup that he had the yeah, same like as a last zip year, line. zip line type deal. Yeah. And then he was out there. And then we also, um, had some professional photos taken absolutely as well. yeah so. drew drew cornelius shout out to him um he um was out there taking some amazing shots his project that because his main role is at v13 creative director uh, creative director our kit manufacturer yeah. uh, and good friends everybody that's complimenting us on how sweet the kit looks yeah drew's the guy to drew's, well and yeah. judah i should drew and judah yeah yeah but Drew's side hustle or side project is his photography, and he's very talented. Um, our friend Rob Mendering, Mendering was up at uh, Barry Roubaix. That's one of his premier events to photograph. And so, of course, that was going to, as you said, Nathan, kind of take precedent uh, given that it was the bigger event. So Drew was just kind of uh, looking for something to do, and I'm glad he came because oh, yeah. they, some of the photo, the one that he so got of Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Is like one of the best photos I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good, and it's a perfect backdrop for like, I don't know, like when we, if we do our social media stuff in the background, it's just a great photo of. Yeah. of are you talking about the one where he's it's from behind, kind of climbing? No, he the one that's like it's like a profile. Oh, shot, the sweat one, and he's got like sweat coming off his face, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, I hate I hesitate to say this, but Jeremiah looks really jacked in the photo. <laughs> In his uh, in his uh, really really tight, probably too tight of <laughs> his, a uh, warning. His medium warning. Yeah, and uh, like he just got him so in focus, and it's like at a moment where you could tell he was like bracing for something, so he's all flexed out, and the lighting was just it was yeah. it was a badass. Photo. No, you know he was riding by knowing he was getting his photo taken. Flexing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He oh, had his pain face but, on. Yeah, no pain, player. No pain. Yeah. So yeah, Drew's photos, uh, I think it's at Projects Unheard is his uh, side project. And then definitely check him out on our Instagram at Eclipse on Tap because they're, they're really cool. Like there were oh, some, yeah. some of the, I mean, all of them were amazing. And I haven't posted the kind of the aftermath photos, mm-hmm. but he has another little album that we'll, I'll share soon um, as like a throwback or something to yeah, the event yeah. of us afterward, drinking beers, having a good time. We had a legit banner set up this year for the mm-hmm. start finish line, oh, yeah. and um, yeah, we we hit. It was a cool little setup. I it think, was very cool. I got to give yeah. you guys props on uh, getting out there, cleaning up the course. It was in awesome shape because we. It, I mean, it was pretty dry leading leading up to the event, and mm-hmm. you guys sandy. went out there. Yeah, so it gets real sandy. Like scooped all the sand out of the corners, and I mean the trail was like primo. Yeah, it was good. Day. It was race good. day. Yeah. The year before, we had a little bit of rain, I think, a couple yeah. days before. So, we had a couple turns that were a little bit a little uh, greasy. A little greasy, but... It was kind yeah. of fun, though, when you ride that long 
you you definitely see the course evolve over you know the the two hours or whatever that were out there um especially that day because it was like the first couple laps you were like puckering up in some of the corners and by the end we had like a dry rutted line going through them yeah yeah it's always a fun event and it was very successful this year the after party at pub 39a was fun yeah um had had pretty much everybody i think came over yeah like i'd say 90 percent of people that were there were at the yeah all but uh like uh steven steven yeah got good and crunked yeah had a little uh little pizza Mm-hmm. Schumann brought over some uh, pizza for us, and we we hung out, had some beer on the the back patio, so it's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, the weather was just it was a dream. I mean, like because like you said last year it was a little rainy, a little wet. We were kind of like wondering would we cool. have to push it back to sun, and it was I cold. Feel like it was like forty five degrees. It was out or very something. cool because we were all in like arm warmers and leg warmers. But I think we also did it like about this time of year, end yeah. of the month. It was the last weekend in October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. uh, there was no Iceman, so right. it, it was like no big deal to do it the week before what would have been Iceman. Yeah. Uh, the big event, the premier kind of mountain biking event in the state uh, taking place, ne- is it next weekend? Yeah. 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 It's weird. We got Halloween think, this yeah. weekend. It's the next weekend. It's the next weekend. Um, so, for us, uh, with that event occurring this year, it made more sense to do it kind of a month in advance at the beginning of October, which I think is, I, I think we should keep it there. It's I fun. Too. The weather's nicer. Um, and then you don't get the, the color change, but I don't know. It's like the later you get into the season, the more of a coin flip it is. If it's just going to be like so miserable, nobody even wants to do it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, an event like Iceman, you just do no matter how crappy it is out. (laughs) But when we're playing on the home field, (laughs) I feel like I want the odds in our favor that it's going to, if it's wet, it's going to be at least like 65, 70 degrees out. If we get some competition next year, I think we'll get some competition, but um, may, may have to like just carve a second line through the whole place, so you got some places places to pass, some passing yeah. lanes. Yeah. There, there really places, isn't. I mean, there's places where we could carve um, passing zones. Yeah, you know, like uh, through the through the the official start finish is one, and then that other long stretch along Alger, mm-hmm. you could put a second line mm-hmm. through there if you wanted to. It is too wide going through the the uh, concrete drop off. You could be, you know, you could get a little ballsy <laughs> and go go for the pass there. I don't know that I'd tempt fate there <laughs> it, i mean it's possible it's possible i mean um i think yeah next year one of the things yeah i mean like there's no pando race we used to do pando and that yeah. was kind of like end of was that september early? that was early september that was, was it early like september? right after labor day oh okay yeah so um i guess like i think early october is almost like uh the most ideal time to do it because it's it's far enough out it's like a month out from Iceman, so you get like a 30 mile and in 30 miles in the underground, I think there are harder than, than the Iceman 30 miles because of just technical. Yeah. Like it, you, you just, there's no time to, to, you can't take a break really. No. Unless you stop for a course light. It's a backbreaker. Yeah. We, we did pace that well this year, I felt like. Um, we paced the race itself much better. Like last year, thanks Keegan for showing up and like drilling the pace early on. But like, I feel like we, we went out like a bat out of hell this year. We kind of kept it together. We also paced our beers better. We waited to like lap six mm-hmm. for a beer. And then I think we did like six and 11 is when we did our beer breaks. It's and part the, of the underground, yeah. man. Yeah. The cookies, the donuts, the little Debbies. I the mean, food. We, we, uh, we were so well stocked. We were stocked because I just was, I was fearing a, a massive bonk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much like last year. Yep. The last six laps were 
We're terrible. Just the but, worst. Well, you did get into yeah. a little bit of a funk late late in the race. Yeah, I did. I crashed twice on the same lap, <laughs> but I clipped a tree. The first time you, you were sandwiched right in between Matt and I, right? No, um, I was the no. fir- first time. I w- yeah, you were. You were no, right was, behind me. He was behind and, you. And then you went around him when he crashed, and you were with me. Oh, yeah, maybe. I can't remember. No, I yeah. think what happened. No, that was so. That was the, that the was last me. time we stopped. The last time we stopped for a, a, a refresh. Matt, you kind of kept going. Yeah. And then we were chasing Matt down again, and I was behind you. Oh. And that's when I clipped the tree the first time. Then later on that's that lap, I, I clipped Matt it again. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remembered I blacked out a couple times, but I just remembered that it was it ended up being after your crash, Matt and I were together. But mm-hmm. I guess you're right, yeah, I did catch you rather than you being behind. Yeah. Yeah. So semantics. It was a it was a blast though. Just a lot of fun. And we'll definitely do it again next year. And actually next year, who knows? Maybe it'll be presented by our newest partner. Uh well that's one thing to that we need to talk about. I think it's a perfect segue. Yeah. So with 2022 on the horizon, you know, the, the season winding down for cycling, the, you know, episode 49, we're just going to talk about our cycling side of things for a little while. Um, and partnerships. And partnerships. Yep. Yeah. And then and then we'll get into some space news in maybe the second half here. But, but uh, you know, we're, we're looking at 2022, evaluating uh, our kit design and all that, which we can get into as well. But there were a couple new faces on the kit this upcoming year. One of which is Underberg. Zanzibug. Zanzibug. We've talked Martin about it a few times. Martin is, yeah. is helping us. Great, great dude. Um, we got kind of connected with Underberg via Speciation Ales, Sour Beer uh, Brewery in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Fantastic spot. And when they're t- the brewers are taste testing all these sours on a daily basis for their quality control, at the end of the day, you can imagine a lot of sour beers is going to make your stomach feel maybe a little bit of a, a flip. You might be wondering if that fart is really a fart. <laughs> yep, because it's fermented. Be- you know, you're, you're, it's it's just a lot of a lot of sour. Um, so they drink an Underberg at the end of their shift. Uh, it is a German-based bitters company, herbal herbal uh, digestive, um, since 1846. It's been around it is, for a long it's time. It's good. First yeah. time I had it was at speciation you you got everybody one we got flights we we rode bikes over there yep got flights and that was after david and i had been introduced the, yeah the time yep. yeah you guys were kind of talking about oh you gotta try it you gotta try it i'm like i don't know. okay all right it kind of reminded me taste wise it's similar to like jägermeister yeah. which is like the only thing i can i could really like immediately come up with that it was similar to but it, it can't be a full ounce that you even take i don't think is it it's it's maybe an ounce but it's not a lot it's yeah. it's um and as martin would would say you know when when we were chatting with him he 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 says it's a bold bitter flavor so it's not about the flavor it's about the function and it really right. does work it makes you feel much better after a big meal or a sour beer or whatever yeah. it is you're drinking well, I'm, or eating we got talking about this on our road trip here that we'll also discuss but we got talking about it on the road trip. We're like, it would be such a perfect match for the podcast because so many times we're we're like going from a, a, you know, a hazy to a sour to a stout or something, in the different beers that we're having, and and you need, you know, our cutter of uh, Miller High Life, yeah, you know, but you need something to kind of cleanse the palate before you try that completely different taste. Underberg fits the bill perfectly, so it's a great yeah. great matchup for them for us. Yeah, it was. It's awesome. So on a whim, we uh, 
we, we can get into it later, but the three of us were on a road trip out to Wisconsin for the Trek World Cup. And I was like, I'm just going to go on their website and, and just email them. And it was like, I, di- I didn't think it was going to work. It was one of those, you fill out the form on their email, on the contact page. You, there's no chance you're going to get a response. At least that's what I was thinking. And then Martin uh, reached out and we were thrilled. Uh, he called me later that week when we returned from Wisconsin. And he was just as excited as I was. Uh, I think that it's going to be a, a very awesome partnership. We're looking forward to having them on the kit and um, and sharing the, the spreading the good word about Zandabug. Zandabug. Yeah. Yep. I think it. Uh, they got a kick-ass logo too. They do. They it's going to look good on they the do. kit. It's very like it's like a classic logo. Just yeah. I mean, they've been around for for forever. You and know? I, again, I'll stick with what I said for for Underground Man next year. It's got to be presented by Zandabug. Mm-hmm. And I, I want I want a damn inflatable Underberg bottle, uh, start finish line. Yeah, yeah I with brought a banner too. We, yeah, I brought that when we were when in the initial discussion with Martin, um, I gave the background of, of who we are, podcasts about space and beer and cycling, and and this is just what we really enjoy doing, and he was all about it. And then I I referenced Underground Man, and and I said we were joking about how cool it would be to have it presented by under underberg and he was like oh yeah let's make it happen and he he oh, actually Martin. has a he, oh, he has Martin. a cycling background he does which yeah. uh, was one of the things that caught his eye with us is that uh yeah he used to uh to ride uh, quite a bit sounds like and yeah so i think that uh it goes hand in hand we got the beer thing going on it and for him i think he was he was pumped that we uh were all about bike riding and and, and cycling and um so yeah that's it was cool it will hear, tru- but, yeah. truly be mutually beneficial because for us, it's just, it's really cool. We'll, we'll be looking forward to sp- spreading the good word. And then for them, the, I think they'll legitimately benefit from like this new market that they have with the cold craft beer, the sour beer industry. Right. If you think about it in 1846, they were like truly a medicine. That's mm-hmm. what it was. It was like, okay, you have an upset stomach. You're going to take one. Mm-hmm. And then in the early 1900s, when people started getting into cocktails and stuff, they'd use it as a bitters and they're old fashioned or whatever. And then now this is a whole new game. Yeah. And that he, he was all, he's like, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, we'll get it, you know, out to people that drink craft beer. It's a whole market for them. Well, I, I think anybody, any one that listens to the podcast that's into beer, if you haven't, I mean, assuming you, anybody's listening's done a, like a flight of beers. Next time you do it, you need an Underberg with it. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it just, it, it, you have so much more appreciation for the next flavor that you're getting on your palate when when you have a you know you don't have that residual flavor in your mouth. Yeah, because it's so bitter. Like that's the thing. Don't judge the taste. Judge the function. Yeah, it's so bitter on your tongue that it like erases anything that right was previously there. <laughs> like not only it's like completely yeah. erased. It, it well, I mean, I think that that's a, one of the good aspects to it. But also, um, you know, I. I, I had, I cracked an Underberg last weekend before bed and I, I tell you, I slept like a rock that <laughs> night. I mean, I, I, seriously, it was great. It was great. I mean, I, I credit the, the good night's rest to the Underberg that I took before bed. Yeah. It's a fantastic product. I mean, it's obviously stood the test of time. It's, it's amazing. So it's, yeah, it's one of the, the largest bitters companies in the world. We're I, really thrilled. I'm like so honored that they, yeah, that they <laughs> it's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> And yeah. so we'll be sporting them on our so kit. Cool. Yeah. Um, they have a, a lot of uh, cool swag and stuff that we'll be sporting. And we're, we're really looking forward to it. So ch- cheers to Underberg. 
Yeah. And, um, and that partnership moving forward. Cheers now and cheers to many more. Yeah, absolutely. In the spirit yeah. of partnerships, David, talk about the other one we yeah. got for yeah. 2022. Yeah. So, um, we will, uh, we'll be rocking a, uh, a new logo. I think we'll, we'll, we're still working on placement and all that kind of stuff, but, um, but Jake, who we worked with, with, uh, Floyd's of Leadville, um, he and his wife started their own, uh, business in Pennsylvania and, uh, they're, they're located in Lancaster. And so they're, they're basically, it's a little cafe. It's a, uh, CBD type cafe, um, uh, type deal. So they, it's called Endo Cafe. Um, so it's almost, it, it's, it's pretty much, um, a, a branch off of what they had been doing with like the Floyd's thing. And, and they started their own, own business with everything. And right now they're doing primarily coffee, um, and things like that, but they're also working on some stuff on the side. I don't want to, I don't know if it's, he's released anything yet. He's kind of told me something about some stuff, so I don't want to talk about it now, but, um, he, we're going to be, yeah, uh, partnering up with them for, for the next year and hopefully, um, beyond that too. So, um, they're excited to be on our kit. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good year. I mean, they're, they're definitely, I think they started up, uh, just within the past year or so. So, um, they're definitely trying to market their place and, and get it up and running. And it looks like they're doing really well, even already just locally where they're at. And, um, they're located. I mean, they have, they're all over the social, they got an Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So check them out if you get the opportunity. Um, but that'll be cool. We got a, we'll just got our, uh, official logos that we, we picked out for the, the kit that we're going to use, I think. And then, um, we'll, uh, once we get the kit, we're, we're, kind of uh, ex- experimenting with colors on the kit so we'll figure out where we want to put them and everything but mm-hmm. I think we're, I think yeah. we're pretty set on yeah it. I think we are pretty but set but we have been going back you know you had a couple yeah. of renditions done of yeah. the, we'll hold off yeah. Drew's, yeah. Drew at uh, Vi13 is working on it yeah yeah. So, yeah, so the, anyway. it's all coming together and those two partnerships we're thrilled about I mean that's one thing that we've always said I'll, I'll say it again is that the most fun thing about this podcast whether it be talking space beer or cycling any combination of the three is the relationships that we've built with people. Yeah. Um, when, and, um, Jake just did, uh, was it marathon nationals? I believe so. I believe it was marathon nets. Yeah. 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 So mountain bike I mean, nationals. So they're, they're very yep. much involved in the site. The, actually the logo that we picked out is a, is a bike yeah. kind of theme. Yeah. Logo. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. They're, they're very much, uh, yeah. The, the, the logo itself. I mean, they're, they're very much a, a cyclist friendly type, you know, yeah. stop when, when you're on a uh, ride or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it's, it's going to be a lot of fun working with them. Um, I reached out to them just about that, just to, you know, keep the relationship going and they were all about it and, mm-hmm. um, and they're all about what we're doing too. So I think it'll be good. We'll, we'll mention them multiple times and we'll, uh, have some products to, to feature on the podcast too and talk about them. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah CBD infused coffee. I think I've seen on their Instagram, they do like you know, if you're not a coffee drinker, they've got tea. Yep, they and, got tea and lemonade and, all that kind of, yep. and any like a. It's a cafe, you know, yeah. so um, yep. all sorts of stuff. And really, they, really cool. There's a few other things. Yeah, money spot yeah. for a bike ride. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you do a coffee ride, but then like summertime or whatever, you can get a CBD lemonade or iced tea or yeah, whatever. Perfect. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep your legs a little uh, better recovered for the next day. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a cool spot too. I mean, if you, if you follow them on Instagram, there's, you know, photos of their, their cafe and everything. It looks like a really cool spot if just to stop. And if you're local in the area or you happen to be, um, in the area for travel or anything like that, I would recommend hitting them up and making yeah. a stop. But, 
Uh, and then maybe someday we'll be able to stop over there too. Yeah, but, do a podcast out there or something. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Out in Lancaster, Road trip. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's a yeah. cool time. I, I actually, uh, so I was teammates with them, obviously. Like, we already covered that in past episodes, but I was teammates with them for a year and we stayed at their house. And um, that's a cool area. It, it really is. I mean, it's a it's a small town, but it's, it's a very cool, like older small town feel. And um, yeah, they, they both, he and his wife both grew up there and everything, so. I feel like it's it's kind of uh, similar to like Roanoke, Virginia, isn't it? Kind of a yeah. I don't. I don't know. Oh, it's spent much time like old, old school, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah just kind of like yeah, kind of a pioneer town that's like off on its own. Like I don't know, Roanoke's a really cool town too. But yeah, let's be yeah, edit me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Roanoke, you know. No, it'll be good. Down too. It'll be really good. Yeah, um, we're we're very much looking forward to the upcoming year. Uh, big things ahead with with those two partners among all the the partners that we currently have as well and we're ecliptic and marketing tools and rockford bike shop all of them um caught up with george um this weekend mm -hmm. up at uh for my my mom's uh birthday her 39th birthday um at at one of his favorite watering holes and just kind of showed him some of the designs that we were looking at and uh you know i just emphasized to him how excited we were that he was on board with us and you know he he kind of shared that sentiment of like he was honored to be a part of it and um you know that's that's cool to see that we, you know we got these strong relationships um yeah. and i kind of along those lines like with vi 13 we did get our new jerseys yeah, yeah the initial impressions awesome oh, fantastic amazing yeah it's like the yeah. best long sleeve jersey I've ever owned. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I thought. I mean, I put it on last night when we rode. It was forty nine degrees and with a slight drizzle, and I was still perfectly fine. I wore a base underneath, but it was it was ideal. Yeah. I had a vest on initially because I thought I was going to be a little chilly. I took it off when the within the first mile. Yeah, that long sleeve Qual held yeah, up just quality fine. Quality wise, it's like it's it's probably it's definitely one of the nicest long sleeves yeah. I've ever had. It's good quality fit wise, too. like yeah. good fit just all the way around. I mean material uh, the the material itself is just a like it, you know it's very form-fitting gives yeah. a little bit too i mean you have a lot of those long sleeves and kits that just kind of like they don't you know, breathe they're a little bit baggy or, or they don't yeah, yeah they don't breathe yeah. or they're just there's too much material where they don't need it and this is like a glove so yeah, yeah. it's really nice yeah and and the pink design <clears throat> um has gotten a lot of uh we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that like mm -hmm. You know, it's our standard design, but we kind of inverted the colors, made it full pink in support of Lindsay. And, um, you know, not only just like the people that knew what was going on with with my situation, Lindsay's situation, but other people have just commented on how sharp looking it is. And we were out for group ride last night, like you mm -hmm. said, and I got a couple of f photos of us and it just is a classy look to it. And um yeah, I was really pleased with it. It turned out great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very classy looking kit with a good meaning behind it, of course. Right. And um, yeah, it was it was a perfect um, kind of tail end of the year purchase for us, I think, to get that kit. So thank it's true to kudos to V13 for producing a really high quality kit. Yeah. Um, and turned it around in like no time. Yeah, that was quick. Yep. That was really quick. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome, you know. We're like I like we said, maybe on episode fifty we'll reveal the final um, kit. I think we're all settled on the colors and stuff, but we'll save yeah. it for fifty. Yeah. Um, which maybe is we do a crazy. grand reveal on our social after episode fifty. Yeah, yeah. It'd be we'll we'll tee it up. Yeah. Um, 
and, and obviously we're talking a lot about cycling, but the point being is, as Nathan alluded to, the, the partnerships we've built, the relationships we've built, it's really, um, you know, we're far in, far enough into this where I feel okay saying this, that it, it it's like, it, it's just rewarding to see, right? So, you know, you started out as nothing and you build it up where you finally have made some pretty quality relationships here with some really cool people. And that's cool. And that it, it's worth spending a first half of podcast about here. Um, even though maybe for the space specific people that we haven't talked about space yet, but we will. Um, it's, it's super rewarding. It's probably the, the coolest, it's the coolest thing that, um, I've ever been a part of yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh, just yeah, the, the mojo that our group has, you know, the, the, again, the relationships that we have both, uh, with the podcast and those that are involved with the cycling community. Um, um, I feel very fortunate. Like it, 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 it's taking on kind of a entity of its own. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's, it's evolving in a way that, um, we could have only hoped for at the beginning. It's like a life form. It's yeah. taking on its own life. And what's cool too, is it's still, I mean, like, like we've always said, we're, we're not interested so much in the listenership as far as metrics and all that. Like some podcasters are out there. They're so interested in the metrics, right? We're just looking, I mean, if we can, if we can make a difference in our community, like locally, and it just so happens that other people listen to it as well, then that's fine by me. I yeah. mean, and I know for yeah. a fact that our original mission was to get more people to go to the eclipse and we will have achieved that. I guarantee you in oh, 2024, oh yeah. people will go because they've listened to, um, to our podcast. And it's, it's really listen a cool to thing. Three jackasses get well, drunk. Well, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, even like I was just going to say, um, you know, even with the, the, you wouldn't think, with the cycling kit and just, you know, riding locally in our cycling kit and at Grattan, um, that it would really do much for like the, the space part of it. But, um, even people like locally at Grattan and stuff like that, people talk to me all the time about like, Hey, did you see this meteor shower? Hey, did you like, and it's, it's people who I think like normally wouldn't talk about that with you, but they're, they know that you're into that and maybe, maybe they weren't previously into that, but because we're, we've been wearing the kit and they, maybe they listen to the podcast that they're now taking a, a look in there or they're look, going outside they're looking up and they're paying attention to it more. I think, I think that's the cool part is that the amount of people who um, have just brought that up with me, just riding around at Grattan and, and things like that. And even just random people too. I mean, sometimes it's people that I know some people, it's or, you know, it's just like a random dude that I've never talked to there that just happens to say something about it. So yeah, yeah it's, I really, think it, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And yeah, in preparation for our 50th episode, we're kind of teeing up the celebration of it all, but it, it, it it's a time to celebrate for us at least because, um, it's just, it's just a, a testament to like, you just stick with something for a little while. You know, you put your, put your effort into it and, and it, it, it does pay off. And we've, I, I feel like that's, um, obviously it's, it's part of our mission too. Um, but like, you know, it's, it's not as if you're riding around in a kit that has like a corporate sponsor on it or anything. You're riding around like trying to spread a messenger or just general interest in space and so I think that is why we get a lot more people that just randomly stop and talk to us about space news or, you know, their, their interest or whatever telescope they have is just, it's, it's not, we're not in it as like a c competitive type team. It, it's yeah. like, this is our interest. We think Very it's much cool. not. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we, you know, 
these these are our interest is is space and beer and and we incorporate that with bike riding but you know it it's very much like a, a very inclusive group that we yeah have. it's we're not we're there's not something that's uh trying to be really pushed from a corporate level down somebody's you know like if they're you're, you're not trying to promote a product for the sake of of uh you know, like, okay, I don't even know what this is on my kit here. I don't even know what this company is. And I just have it because they're paying us mm-hmm. and they're, they want it to promote it as a billboard. It's nothing on our kit as a billboard. It's all a mutual yeah. partnership of friendship. Um, and that's what I love about it. It's, it's really been... It's the way it should be. Been really, yeah, yeah. It is. It's very homegrown. And um, as Nathan said, I feel very fortunate um, to, to have seen it grow the way it did. So I think with that said, I uh, am pretty low on my beer. I'm dry. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tee it up for episode two or sorry, ep- sorry. <laughs> episode two, <laughs> episode two of this episode, the second half of this episode. Um, and one thing that we were going to start doing, there's our title, tee it up for episode two, <laughs> tee it up for episode two. Um, one thing that we, we considered doing after we built this relationship and kind of got things found, the foundation built with Underberg is to do an Underberg during the, during the half. Oh so, yeah. So like the half is presented by Underberg, the, the break. So we'll uh, we'll we'll enjoy an Underberg over the break, and we'll um, we'll all feel great afterwards. You know what we should do? We should get all of the guys on Eclipse on Tap to read like an Underberg commercial script, and then we'll select the best one, and that'll be our <laughs> bump music in between the first and second half. Yeah, but we'll we'll uh, crack an Underberg. Be back with you in the second half in uh, just a bit to talk more about. Space news, uh, definitely, and then some more uh, updates. Cheers. 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 Welcome back to the second episode of episode 49. Exactly. The second half. Episode, episode two of episode 49. We just had ourselves. What did we have? An Underberg. Zunzeberg. A fantastic. I mean, it really does. We were just describing. Um, judge the function, not the taste. I actually enjoy the taste. I've come to I like it. But when the first time you have it, it is going to catch you off guard. I can guarantee it. Can I read? Off since yeah I mean oh yeah yeah all right let me give you Underberg. the rundown on Underberg. Underberg is an herb bitters taken for digestion. It's not a beverage, not to be sipped, but taken all at once quickly because of the aromatic strong taste. It is also used as a flavoring. Hmm, sounds kind of good in a uh, little Manhattan or I whatever. I feel like this would go good imported with like- by Underberg Sales Corp. Um, New Hampshire. Yeah. Such a cool little bottle, too. To feel bright and alert. I feel bright and alert right now. Yeah, so the slogan, after a good meal, to feel bright and alert. And it does exactly that. We should add that to the side panels of our kit. On one side? One side's after a good meal. The other side's to feel bright and alert. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, it really works. It does. It's the function, as Martin said, our, our friend from Underberg, 
judge the function not the not the taste yeah it really uh it does settle settle your stomach and as uh, you you were right so it's less than an ounce it's 0.67 of an ounce and i just love their packaging too it's got this like uh paper bag kind of wrap around it and it um it's like like an old school logo it's it's like a what did you say it was 0.6 ounce coca-cola glass yeah is what it looks like it does yeah but yeah, the little paper bag that you got to rip off, it kind of gives you the, um, I don't know, like if that, obviously it's not a seal, but it's just the way they've done it since the beginning of their company right there. AD, do they, do, I love how it says AD 1846. Do they sell it in like a large quantity, like a fifth? No. For, as a bitters? This is it. This is it. Okay. This is the only thing they produce it in. Okay. And um, so so that's what's kind of cool about it is if you did need it for a cocktail, it's they sell it in three pack, uh, sorry, three bottle packs um mostly i think that you can buy larger quantities but at least at the local proprietors the under uh sorry the um mega bevs rishis those places around here in grand rapids you can get it there you can buy it usually sometimes it's at the front counter actually because like there are certain cocktails it'll say just dump an underberg into your mixture yeah because it's the perfect little splash i was gonna say this would go good with like if you dump some of this in like a pecan pie hmm Oh yeah, that yeah. There's good. there's some good flavor combos. Num, 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 there's some num, num, there's num. some actual cocktails that they have um, that call for this. So, so yeah, that was the break presented by Underberg. Cheers. And now that our pellets are Cheers. cleansed, I think it's only appropriate. We'll we'll run it back a little bit to a, our recent road trip. Yeah, we got some brews here from New Glarus. We've got the first one that I think is only appropriate that we go to is Moon Man, which is their No Coast Pale Ale. Do they give a rundown on this? They do. Oh, yeah. David, it's your turn, turn oh, now. So. Shoot. I'm terrible at reading this kind of stuff here. And it's kind of a, it's hard to read anyway. Moon Man is a seriously cool cat, always comfortable in his own skin. He never tries too hard. So cool. We named our, uh, I can't even read it. It is a weird uh, colored it's like font. A, it's like a Okay, so it's, it's so cool. We named our No Coast Pale Ale after him. You hold a you hold a session beer uh, yeah, a session beer with uh, beer with a bright bold blend of five hops that flirt obligingly with the smooth malty backside. Don't let this one lay around. It's brewed to be enjoyed today. Bold and engaging without pretense because it's in Wisconsin. You don't, you do not need to have extreme, but real, just be, you do not have to be extreme, but real, just be. So from new Glarus brewing company, I yeah. butchered the hell out of that, but it's all right. Give it a crack. Yeah. Redeem it with the crack right here. This oh, is my favorite one yeah. that we picked up. Yeah, it's good. There was another pail though that we picked up at the grocery store that I liked and I forgot what the name <clears throat> of it was. It was another Wisconsin only beer. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a great trip uh, up to Trek World Cup, kind of keeping the cycling theme alive uh, to see some of the best in the world cruise through a cyclocross course on a, on Sunday was really cool. Yeah. And just the whole time being there. We got a, a nice show on Sunday too because a little rain started falling during the men's race. Yeah, there was, got, some, it was got, a dynamic race. Yeah, it you know started out, I would say, a little bit greasy because it got rain overnight. Mm-hmm. But then as the I, – I think they were maybe midway through the race and it started – coming down pretty steady and then all of a sudden it was like change pressures change tires uh guys were going down kind of left and right until they got yeah. the, the lines through that course yeah it was uh 
an interesting race to be at a lot of fun um to be at an event like that you know you're you're talking the some of the best competitors in the world there and then we'll be at the world championships in january so we have something to look forward to after getting our our palette you know <laughs> so a sample. The best competitors in the world and me <laughs> yeah. it was all, all all it was great i mean yeah, that, no, that's the thing fun. that's like the friday and saturday uh you get kind of the uh, the lead up to the to the grand finale um mm-hmm. a, a really great weekend and yeah. looking forward to January when we'll be at the world champs. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a, a fun trip. Um, did you guys, did you guys watch the world cup at that course? Uh, yeah. We oh, watched, we watched, we watched over it over here a little bit. Yeah. 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 Big stairs. Looked, looked a little wet. When yeah. They, uh, it was a, it was a swamp when that. they did this last race there. Yeah. Kind of the test event, but it was, a, it was still a world cup event, but no, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a killer venue. Mm-hmm. I know the Walmart family has dumped a bunch of money into that. Um, mountain bike park and the cyclocross course, everything down there. Yeah, it'll be really cool. I mean, just to be, a, I mean, all eyes of the of the cycling world um, are on that race in uh, January coming up here pretty soon. On that one date, it's not just a World Cup stop; it is the World Championships uh, for cyclocross. So that'll be really cool, and we'll be sure to um, bring underberg of course well i think yeah. we should record down there i i was saying we should do something because we're gonna we have should. a lot of the the crew down there zach's coming yeah luke's coming we'll it's, a, it's we'll a mobile a, setup we can uh yeah. yeah bring it wherever we want it's been a little while since we've done like a fully mobile i think the last time was probably 2019 at nascar and it's we could, fun. We could record it's from fun. the hot tub they have a hot tub perfect even better guests come in and out <laughs> Just for an hour and a half, we're sitting in a hot tub. Drinking beers, just getting absolutely plastered. <laughs> just, just dehydrating the shit out of ourselves and drinking beers. Drinking a, a beer in a hot tub is a wild experience. Yeah. Yeah. Shower it's beer. It's a sight to behold. It will be a, a sight to behold. Yeah, it will. We'll, we it's going to be fun. We'll, we, I might have to just get the bathrobe out and sit on the edge of the, the hot tub if we uh, sit in the hot tub the whole time for that. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. Looking forward to that, but it was it was a fun trip. Um, I don't know we we hit a little brewery. What the hell was the name of the brewery we hit on? Uh, it was euchre themed. Uh, yeah, it was like King or uh, Jack of Bauer, Jack Bauer, Bauer something, something about, like right, that. Right, 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 Bauer, right, right Bauer. Bauer, yeah, yeah, in um, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. That was a good little brewery. Sun Prairie, Sun yeah. Prairie. Our sandwich was killer there. Mm-hmm. Went for a couple of runs. Yeah. While we were there in the morning, yeah, getting ready for the uh, the half marathon, but yeah, it was it was a good week. I mean, we had good weather. I mean, overall, it was except for the the last day, it rained a little bit, but yeah, we had good weather for that whole weekend. Yeah, great host too, great house, yeah. Yeah. beautiful but house. Speaking of the half marathon, might be a good time to uh, see if we can round up the other uh, the the fourth participant in that. Mm-hmm. Julia. <clears throat> We're trying, efforting. Julia, so, uh, Julia? Well, I'll stage it up uh, while she, while Julia is on her Lindsay way. Should, Lindsay should come in too because yeah, yeah, it was it was all her kind of uh, brainchild. Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm going to do is tee it up. Brainwashing. I'm going to tee. Lindsay's brainwashing. Julia says, um, but I'll tee it up and then I will uh, pass my headphones and mic along to Julia. Um, no, I will and. No, um, I, I'll step aside. So, so the um, half marathon was a fantastic event, uh, Grand Rapids <laughs> half marathon. 
uh, kind of in the spirit of just we're just we're just chatting on this episode, and that's all good. I like it, and um, we we achieved the the thirteen point one miles. I can't um, believe how damn fast you guys went. I yeah, can't we either. Three, well, so the thing is, is we um, we we the plan was to start with the eight minute pace pace pacer. Group. And uh, they they started off at like seven thirty pace. Yeah, yeah, it was. So I we, but were, you guys averaged like just over seven thirty. Yeah, didn't but you? so the the seven thirty eight. The journey yeah. began a little quick, and uh, we we basically ran. There's like a loop downtown, ran out of downtown into Millennium Park area, and while we were downtown, Matt and I kind of like, to you know, tapped the brakes a little bit and uh, ran more at the actual eight mile or eight minute pace. And we kept the group, the the pace guy ahead of us, like, yeah, we could see him the whole time pretty yeah, much, yeah. but they were just kind of like ticking pretty, pretty quick. And, and, and I, for one was like, there's no way I can hold this for like 13 miles, but we let him kind of go ahead a little bit. And then by the time we got to the park, right when we were entering, just before we entered like the, the bike path of the park or like the walking path of the park is when we caught them mm-hmm. on that open road. And we picked it up. And we picked it up. And, uh, yeah, we ended up running a decent pace. We we did like 745 or 744 pace mm-hmm. average, which was good. But really I good. couldn't walk for like four days. <laughs> it was Yeah, there was a lot of soreness. It was a fun but, event. I'll t- I'll, I'll, so that's a – well, the good news is neither of you like bled through your jersey or your – No. Shirt that you were wearing. Yeah. But, with, yeah, with all that, I'll pass my mic and headphones now off to Julia – and Julia. she will describe her experience on the Julia 13.1 a, mile adventure. She had a little bit more um, more of an experience as she comes in, but but Julia got the, the head start on the crew. I did. I did. I uh, opted for the 6.30 a.m. start. Which was dark out at that very point. Very dark. Right? Yeah. And um, very scary to be in in the dark running in downtown Grand Rapids, but there were a lot of people watching and um, a lot of cops. Were there a lot of people with you? Yeah, there was one guy behind me um, shuffling his feet the entire time. That got really annoying because I didn't have headphones because I, again, scared to go downtown in the dark. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, besides that guy, there was like two girls that I was around pretty much the whole time with the exception of the last four or five miles they were like right around me and then they got in i pointed at them out to Lindsay. they got in like 15 minutes after me which i felt pretty good about oh nice um but yeah it was uh it was right, pretty good you were easy to pick out too because you wore the uh the pink jersey oh yeah i committed yeah yeah it was perfect too because i was freezing the entire time and we <laughs> we saw you um at one point as well when yeah, you the, were at the turnaround uh well a, as you were coming out of the the walking path or like the the bike path area onto yeah. the main road again is when we saw you yeah we yelled your name as I, I did s- I I swore I heard my name but Julia. I didn't know if I <laughs> I didn't know if I was hallucinating Julia, <laughs> and um yeah I out of the corner of my eye I thought I saw you guys but I wasn't sure how do you feel afterwards I felt really good actually you I do another one. I would do another one, yeah. Well, I have to do another one next year. Yeah. You I did finished. it. You finished. You did I it. I finished. And you, you finished, you were one of the early finishers among the 630 starters. Oh, yeah. Like I said, those two girls, they were like decked out and they looked really fit. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be like 
they're gonna go way ahead of me and then I passed them and then yeah they I was like went through the finish line expecting to see them but I I like hadn't noticed if they passed me or not and then like talking to Lindsay for 10 or 15 minutes they came through and I was like wait I was with them the entire time Matt and I had a guy that was behind us going into the finish that was just moaning the whole way <laughs> the last uh-huh. like, we, I was already just we, we were already kind of like I was feeling com- I was like thank god this is the finish coming around we could see the finish at the very end and um and this guy behind us was just moaning the whole way in I'm just like no just don't do this right now I think he passed me too and yeah. there was another guy that was saying oh my god what he was saying something as he was exhaling and it was really obnoxious because I, I hear him hate from marathons. Oh, I hate marathons. <laughs> no, it was. He was like ham, ham. That's what it was. It was ham, ham, ham. <laughs> the entire way past me. This is very whatever gets you. <laughs> whatever gets you to the finish line. Apparently, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna call a little one a more little timeout here. I'm gonna transition out and put Lindsay, who was the brainchild for this whole event, on David. We're leaving. She'll tell everyone how she talked us. We're leaving you, Captain of the ship. Should we just? (laughs) I'll I'll leave too, and we'll have just the girl. (laughs) Just you two talk. So you're you're the brains of the whole operation. You're the only reason I I started running this summer. Oh, same. Oh, I feel honored. Thank you. I when Lindsay told me about the half marathon, I said, "Well, you realize the last time I ran any distance." Eighth Number grade. one was the the mile in eighth grade gym class, and number two was to the pit at Dave Matthews uh, Band. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That and that was you were fast. It bitch. was sprinting. Yeah. I, I, I was wearing a dress, and it was not the right choice. I probably flashed a lot of people, but it's yeah. fine. But we got front row. We at, got front row at and Dave. We shook his hand, and we did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had intended to run, and and I, I like to have a goal for running. Otherwise, it becomes not as easy to keep it up so yeah when i presented it it was like let's do this as a group and um i got breast cancer so next year we're gonna all do it again again. (laughs) we're all gonna do it again but i think uh next year i'll probably start running a little earlier in the summertime yeah just at least a little bit like maybe at least a couple times a month at least because uh it, you try to cram that all into. I mean, it was just barely enough. I try. It was like eight, like seven weeks, eight well, weeks. You I got. started even after, like Lindsay you started and I did. after Grattan, yeah. which was after uh, Labor Day. Yeah. So I only yeah. had like it was maybe seven weeks of like running every other day, but in the yeah. in the first like in July, the first four weeks <laughs> were like, um, you know, doing like three, like doing five k's basically yeah. so I, I didn't really get a, a long run in and my longest run was like eight and a half miles mm-hmm. and that was like three weeks or two weeks before yeah. yeah so i think the the training for the riverbank run which is that 15 miler one um is actually easier because you start in january and you can yeah. you can dress for winter and you can run and that's much easier than running in july the i mean you have to get up early summer. otherwise it's july brutal. in the midwest is a little yeah. little little humid oh yeah i tried a couple runs after work after like having coffee and lunch and like everything in my stomach and it was i think 80 percent although although julia did come up with the idea of putting um ice in the plastic bag in your sports bra i mean 
Be that brilliant. was my brilliant takeaway. I I think it was like 90 or over 90 degrees one day. And I was like, you know what? I have an idea. And I put ice cubes in a sandwich bag and put it in my sports bra. And it works like a charm. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. And, and I, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about a, a couple of valuable lessons not to uh, do a Sunday morning brunch uh, with a mimosa and a <laughs> breakfast burrito and then go for air, for a six mile run. Ooh. That's one thing I learned. Oh my God. I did that one time and I, I learned my lesson. You, you can't do that. You really you cannot do it, that. It is a bit different than about what you can eat before you go on a bike to what oh, you can yeah. eat before you go for a run. I feel like growing up we were kind of taught that running sucks for everything, for your joints and for, is just really bad for you. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even really get myself in bed the night after I did that, <laughs> let alone get out of bed and then let alone lift my I, leg to get into the shower or I, squat to use the toilet. I did fall <laughs> so. out. I fell back into bed when I tried to get up the next morning. I It was mostly my joints the night of, like on Sunday night, I my joints just absolutely killed. And yeah. then the next day it was kind of joints still, but then it was becoming muscle. And then the rest of the week there. was... And then feet muscle. is another thing too. So, I mean, <laughs> I, and I had good insoles and all that. I had good shoes this, you know, this time around. I didn't get shin splints. I usually get shin splints and I didn't get those this time. Um, and I was really cautious about that when I started running. But I think the biggest thing is like the night the, the, basically the night of that we had done the race like it was just my legs all the muscles that hurt yeah. and then like three days after that my feet just killed feet were just aching oh i was like yeah, joints was and feet first day and then muscles the rest of the day or yeah. the rest of the week but it, hey you know it was a good accomplishment good accomplishment i check that box never would have thought i never would have thought no I that's all i have guys. to say you guys never would have thought and, and on that note, I will the, give this back gonna, to Nathan. With that said, I'm going to hand off the mic to Matt Dayton. We've got a little bit of space news to discuss as well. Yeah. There is a uh, um, one interesting thing happening very soon. But yes, thank you to the ladies Welcome for hopping back, on. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Um, we could do just like we did uh, a couple episodes ago and just have kind of a second half or an episode three of this episode. Episode right. three of episode um, 49. A second break. Uh, and we'll, we'll just come back from that now with this beer from also Wisconsin. Yes. This is what everybody goes to New Glarus for. Spotted cow. Got to go to Dairyland. Yeah. Spotted cow is to New Glarus as what Bell or uh, Oberon is to Bells. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's their, their go-to. Um, it's just, it, it's a traditional lager style beer. Um quite tasty oh actually they do give why not, oh yeah why don't you read oh. that one because I, I was terrible on that last <laughs> one so you butchered the shit out of it <clears throat> every drop of wisconsin's original farmhouse ale is artisan brewed and bottled by hard-working employee owners of new glarus brewing company right here in little new glarus wisconsin using only four hand-selected all-natural ingredients yeast hops water and malted barley we allow the yeast to remain in the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavors so it's naturally cloudy. Expect this ale to be fun, fruity, and satisfying. You know you're in Wisconsin when you see the spotted cow. Only in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin is a cool place, uh, and New Glarus makes some great beer. Cheers to them. But as we sip the second one, um, the second one from New Glarus, that is, um, kind of the big space news coming up is 
in just a few days is the Crew 3 mission for SpaceX. So They've been hyping it. Big time. Yeah, big time. Yeah, because this, I mean, they're building up steam now. Crew Crew 1 was like the, that was a big moment for them. You know, the first astronauts atop of one of their vehicles. Um, uh, but now Crew 3 coming up on Halloween. It's going to be 1031 at about 230, I read. 230 in the morning. So it'll be early. Um, but yeah, they're, they're hyping it up. And it this is, I think, it's like one of those situations. That, you, got it, you got it down the first time. And, um, I'm sure that was a nerve wracking moment, but it, it worked just fine. The second time it's like, all right, we're going to check through a few more things, maybe advance the mission a little bit. But then by the third time, like this one goes successfully, you know, all, hopefully, um, then they're, they're really rolling. You're going to start seeing it become a thing. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be sending week. Pe- yeah. Yeah. Just like what they do with the Soyuz right now. And it's, um, it's cool to see it go back onto American soil. Uh, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. The other thing that that big story that happened, huge story, William Shatner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going up. He is going up. Didn't he already go up? Uh, He may have. It was was like last week. Yeah, it was. He did go up. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, no, I I saw an Instagram video of his uh, reaction. It was pretty cool. Did you see that video? I didn't see that. But no. all of the footage that I saw, they didn't have anything inside the capsule. The one, I I did find one. I'll, I'll have to find it and send it to you guys. But it's when they were... Um, kind of in that low low space. You're you're in space, but you're in like a very low orbit. But you're very much feeling weightlessness. You can see the full curvature of the Earth, or or at least a good majority of it. Um, and you know, all things considered, to a person like him, you're in space. I mean, yeah, maybe to a different a different level of astronaut, like it's very low space. But to somebody like him, yeah, if you've never experienced he, it, that's space. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And and his reaction was pretty cool. It, he was like absolutely mind blown. He couldn't. Eat, he was just like, this is unbelievable. Which is shocking because I mean, he was on Star Trek. So I mean, you would think he'd be pretty used to it. Uh, He's been in space sure. many times. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was Do definitely. Do not a big recall. <laughs> yeah, he was um, kind of continu- captain of the Enterprise or something. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's also the face of the Michael Myers mask, <laughs> which I just learned not to. Which is pretty sad, but I just found that out that that's what that it literally was a William but, Shatner mask that they painted white. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had didn't no know idea. that. Yeah, Michael Myers in Halloween. That's yeah. what that's what the mask originally was, just based on like. It, there wasn't any reason behind it. It's not like they were like, we got to find a William Shatner mask. They just were, look, the prop designer was looking through masks. And then the one that they happened to find that worked, that felt, that felt like the right one was a William Shatner huh. mask. Had no idea. Yeah. And then they, yeah, like as David said, they dirtied up the hair and they, they, they painted it white. Painted it white. They cut the, uh, the, cut the hair eye, back. Well, the eye hole, like sockets, they cut it out like a little bit wider. Creepier. So just to make it creepy. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's that time of the year. Yep, it yeah, it is. It is. The, we are. Uh, we're, we're. It's. It's Halloween week, pretty much. So yeah, a couple days. Couple days. So yeah, Halloween coming up, and also a Crew Three drag, Dragon launch on the same day. So, um, wishing the best for that crew uh, as they embark That's on their be mission. That's televised live, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be on the on the live on the um, definitely SpaceX. The SpaceX live stream yeah. for sure. How yeah. many people are going up? I four. think four again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There, it's another full squad. So, um, yeah, th- this one, I think that, that it's like they built the foundation for their crude launches. Now, uh, that was, that was the first one. The second one was really making it smooth and efficient. 
going uh, maybe that next step further. And then on three, this is becoming more routine. And you're going to see that become the case with SpaceX. And the, the proof is in what they've done in Do you the guys past. see the uh, Instagram story today where they were tipping the rocket up upright? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, did, cool. they did some they did a test fire of it. Yeah, of the Falcon Nine booster for Crew Three. They did one today on uh, what is today the twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully they fix so, the uh, the toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully that's all sorted out because they are. I, I heard this one's presented by Taco Bell, so hopefully that <laughs> yeah. one's uh, that's all sorted out. But in order to be sponsor correct, they all eat Taco did, Bell. Did you guys yeah. check the toilet? Because it'd be a pity if you didn't. Yeah, they they waited this long to uh, to proceed with the launch until they figured out the the toilet situation. Yeah, so. yeah, that was definitely on that first full civilian launch we discussed on episode forty nine. The one complaint was the was the uh, toilet. So hopefully they figure that out for the Dragon capsule, and um, and they'll be well on their way to six, a successful mission for uh, the Crew three launch. And it, it it just brings up an interesting point too about. SpaceX and their endeavor. Like we talked about it last month uh, for episode 48. Sorry, I think I said 49 earlier. We're on 49, but 49 part three. Part three, yes. Um, we talked a lot last last month about um, the commercial side of space, right? You're seeing all these, um, you're going to see more celebrities probably do this. William Shatner was probably was the first, right? Didn't Lance Bass buy like the first virgin seat. he wasn't he was an actual astronaut did he go up no he didn't go up oh okay but he was an astronaut i had like heard he, that he'd paid like a million dollars for a seat on like one of the first you know commercial yeah i think he flights. did yeah mm. and, and, and it, i don't think it worked out uh he definitely didn't go up didn't but make he, the cut but there you know how like uh you know you see photos obviously dating back to the apollo days and be in well beyond or sorry well before that but even now like if you're an astronaut you take a photo and there's like a the, the the space shuttle like model in front of you and you're in your space suit and it's very it's a very formal looking photo. He had he has one. It's kind of wild. It's like that's the lead singer of Boy Ins- Band astronaut. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was apparently a, a passion of his and it never came to fruition. But it goes back to like the the commercial side. You know, William Shatner goes up. We saw we saw Jeff Bezos go up. Not that he's a celebrity, but like these more. He's it's, a douche. Yeah, it's 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 more like. <laughs> They're just doing it to do it, right? Whereas yeah. SpaceX all the while is still just working hard to get advancement in space travel. They really are. When you talk about taking a situation from the space shuttle where we had American space flight retired in 2011, completely transitioned to the Soyuz. Like yeah. every American astronaut was going up in Russia or I think they launched yeah. in Kazakhstan or something. Yeah, but or, um, it was a U- Russian rocket. Or, yeah, yeah, one of those Eastern Bloc. They're 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 launching via a Russian um, space program. Um, kind of, you know, the 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 liable party there is the Russian rocket. And now to bring it back to American soil, as we saw for the first time here with Crew One, um, it's a cool moment because you're going to see it become more common. And I don't, I really think SpaceX is is the way. I mean, United Launch Alliance might be able to do it but they're they're very focused on you know i can appreciate what they do they focus on um launching projects still uh like satellites things like that but it's it still has a commercial flair like, you know yeah. whereas um spacex undoubtedly is, is launching satellites for companies no doubt but yeah. they're also doing this they yeah. they are in it for getting out there into space exploration i feel like 
you know, NASA is, is in part the space exploration with like the moon missions and, and, you know, the ISS and everything. But the other part of NASA is just, you know, looking in, you know, whether it's through the Hubble or, you know, researching the universe um, and evaluating, you know, potential planets that could harbor life, that kind of thing. SpaceX doesn't really do any of that. It's its sole purpose is get to the moon, get to Mars. Yeah. And, ex- and be the first humans to get to another planet. Yeah, it's the transit side of it. Right. You, you know, you, you have to think like a lot of the, the long... Uh, I guess I, I, the astronauts that have been around a while for the uh, for the U.S. at NASA have just it's got to be just a total relief to finally n- to to be on a legitimate like spacecraft like SpaceX has has produced mm-hmm. because they've been on the Soyuz rocket for so long. <laughs> and uh, if I were the one of them, can. I mean, it's a tin. I mean, the, 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 it's a, it's an old technology. And, and It'd be like us still launching in the Apollo rockets. Yeah, I mean, it, essentially it, for them, it, like it has to be a huge relief. Like, what an upgrade that is! It's yeah, like, yeah. You're going up. It, 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 it's like staying at the Motel Six versus the Hilton. You know, yeah. it's like you're you're definitely uh, on a little bit more, um, as far as technology goes, more advanced spacecraft than than the Soyuz rocket. And so, if I were one of them, I'd be going, "Holy shit! Finally, like we we finally have something that's." A little bit more legitimate um, as far as that goes, and plus it's being launched from the U.S. Well, too, if, which is what good if to, you're one of these astronauts that like the peak of your career was the end of the shuttle era, and then all you had was the, the Soyuz, which a lot and of them have. You're in the twilight of your career, yeah, <laughs> and all this cool shit's coming, and you're like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, you're not landing on on a, on a. I mean, literally, the Soyuz would land in the desert, like in Siberia, just just clunk on the ground. Oh yeah, you know, and and now you're going up on this thing that's just it's 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 a freaking like I don't know it's it's a new generation of of or a, it's what you would think of in as sci-fi type spacecraft and, and as far as the technology goes, so it's got to be a definitely. A, I mean, maybe not a relief, but um, it's motivating for them probably. And also just, I would think it feels safer. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even, even though SpaceX hasn't been sending people up for that long, I would think it feels safer. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's much more modern technology, the booster itself, um, the, the mechanisms in which really anything in that rocket, um, utilizes all, all of the technology is probably just a step ahead and and it's it's cool to see I think that they're picking up a really good head of steam now in truly sending people up because for, for a long time there but well, really not that long SpaceX was just testing rockets mm-hmm. you know we saw that for a long time uh, in what feels like a long time for us but really in the terms of space uh, tra- like, I mean think about it at the beginning of, of Eclipse on Tap that's what they were doing oh yeah Four years ago. They were, yeah. They were still doing uh, Falcon 9 test launches, uh, landing the booster on the on the various forms of, of landing that they have, whether it's out in the ocean or on the ground. Um, then we saw the evolution into Falcon Heavy. Um, that was a big step for them. And now launching the Dragon capsule on a fairly, well, I think what will become a fairly routine basis uh, for a lot of 
people going up. And the, the crew capsule hasn't been, I mean, it's only been a couple of years really that they, since they've had that thing operational, the crew, the actual crew capsule, yeah. I mean, they've had the, the actual capsule working and, and holding cargo, but the, they haven't actually had people like the actual crew capsule has not been around that long at all. I mean, it's been no. maybe a couple of years and they're yeah, already so. looking at transitioning to starship. I mean, you start putting that timeline together again, though, like four years ago, testing rockets, then sending up, you know, cargo. Now humans. And I got to think in the next two to three years, you're going to see Starship. Oh, yeah. Taking regular flights like that. Yeah, I think like if you were to jump ahead, like if you were describing kind of the beginning of us starting this podcast in 2017, four years ago you jump forward four years from now and yes, I believe fully stacked starships will be launching pretty regularly, mm-hmm. which is just wild to think about. Cause it doesn't feel that long. Uh, but the way that technology is advancing, it's there. Like it's the proof is there. We, like you just said with Falcon nine to Falcon heavy to the dragon capsule to people being on it, to them docking with the ISS yeah, autonomously. Like it just, the speed in which things are progressing is, uh, unreal. And kudos to SpaceX for continuing the space exploration, as is their name, SpaceX, um, versus focusing solely on commercial. Yeah. Like I said, they've done plenty of, they, they did a Falcon Heavy launch, uh, the second time the Falcon Heavy launched, and it was a Arab sat satellite up top. Like that was a fully commercial, they're getting paid by some company to launch a satellite. That's all fine and good. But to have that as your foundation to help propel space travel for human humans yeah like to really and to really be on it at the forefront of what is occurring in the whole scheme of of space travel because we talk about blue origin yes they're sending people up but is it actually like they're not docking with the iss no they're not sending people to the moon to it no and and that's a big difference there like you're talking more of the space tourism side of things there's the whole scale you're either full space tourism or your full commercial, but SpaceX is the unprecedented one where they have a good mix of it all. Yeah. And um, it's impressive. Very impressive. Looking forward to the next couple of years. I think it's going to be, it'll, it'll happen rapidly over the next couple of years with, with the Starship and all that kind of stuff. I still call it the BFR, the big fucking rocket, but it, it is going to be really exciting to see that thing launch, but the original name yeah the bfr back back when it was first formulated and had the initial renders for it um it's a wild journey that they're taking and i feel lucky to to, you know we're on we talked about it a couple episodes how we're really in a pretty cool spot where we are witnessing this all take place um elon being at the the forefront of it all kind of being one of those once in a generation type figures who really has the panache and the brains to formulate these plans. Uh, And the funding. And the funding. Um, It's cool. Very cool. On that note, I think I need an Underberg. I think so too. I don't know if we have any more. Tuck me into bed. But yeah, we will. We'll take an Underberg, like David said earlier, take an Underberg and get a real good night's sleep. It tucks you into bed. It It does. does. It works. But... um, We'll wrap up episode 49. Very much looking forward to episode 50 next month in the month of November. Um, Possible new location for recording. Yep, yep, Yep. possible. 
Might be we, hitting, I mean, we 39A North. But yeah, exactly. We talked about the yep. chalet. It yep. might, it very well may be up there, and uh, it might be snowing as well. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, but yeah, if you uh, want to give us a shout out um, on the Apple Podcasts, you can find us there. Leave us a review or uh, a comment, and then on Spotify as well. Really, any podcasting platform, and then also on the social media at Eclipse on Tap for Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all three. Um, take a look at some of the photos we were discussing about Underground Man. Really uh, a great time. And I think Drew did a fantastic job of capturing the moment. Um, so check that out. And then lastly, our, our website, www.eclipseontap.space, where we have uh, kind of our about section if you want to learn more about what we do. And then uh, all the episodes posted there as well. So we'll wrap up episode 49 and we'll uh we'll cheers uh, an underberg bottle cheers cheers <laughs>